This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Is this a stressful job, this state rep? Because, you know, since the last time I've seen you, you're kind of losing some hair. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll tell you what, that's brutal. No, I'm not, I, I've lost some weight, though. The, the, I can tell the, that, too. Yeah, Congratulations. The, the, the uh, pressures of the governing are getting thinner to me. Now, a little thinner to me. The hair's not thinner. Uh-huh. Uh, it is not. I've got a flow beyond. get the work <laughs> back out. So. Yeah. No, no. All right. Um, has it surprised you? From what you thought, and you were contact, you still are. A lot of state representatives, senators have been in and out of the business. You were part of some conversations mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Has anything surprised you about the job? Oh, yeah. How slow it moves. How, how really? the, the slow the process of government is uh, has, has really kind of taken me by surprise. You know, I, I'm used to being on time, and, yes. and, and nothing there is on time. So that's very difficult for me to get used to. I, I, I don't like that part of it. Uh, but it's more complicated than I guess I would have thought. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to learn and the, the intricacies of, you know, getting bills passed and, and things of that nature are very interesting. And, um, but it's, it just moves slow, you know, I, and that's a, if you're a private business person, you're not, I'm used to, you know, instant we want to do something and we bingo. make instant yep. decisions yep. and all yep. that. And it just doesn't work that way. It's like moving a big, massive ship. What's the when you're in the minority and a veto-proof minority? Obviously, how challenging is it? What are your caucuses like when the Republicans all get together and map some strategy and so on? Well, I mean, our strategy is to basically delay as many of these bad bills as we can because they, the Democrats put out. I think there's about twenty-eight hundred bills. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, I think only two hundred were allowed out of rules that are ours. So our big push is, you know, just delay and try and keep as much stuff from getting passed as possible because some of it is just, you know, it, it, there's a lot of crazy stuff in there. How concerned are you, though, that you don't have the votes to delay some of these things, Mike? Well, it, it's concerning, uh, but I think what we need to do is shed light on it so that the public knows because I think a lot of their policies are not popular. I think the majority of the state is not for a lot of their uh, policies, and I think we, we have to show them in the light of day, not let them pass them at, mi- at midnight, 2, 3, 4 in the morning, and make sure that you know we're, we're notifying the public and educating the public on what some of these policies will do. You know, they've got a lot of, excuse me, <clears throat> a lot of rent control policies that, you know, they want to, you know, how, how can you tell a private business person what they can charge? I mean, would you want to do that? I, I definitely don't want somebody sure. telling me what to charge. I mean, right. if they, if we were doing that, you know, you'd tell me that I'd have to sell everything for a dollar. I, I think and you o, should. And only want to pay 50 cents. So, you know, <laughs> I, I'd have I'd have a heck of a problem. You know, I'd be out of business within, out within hours. Speaking so. of business, so a lot of these people, both sides of the aisle, have been coming into Saputo's more than probably Papa Frank, but some Papa Franks. Mm-hmm. Do they still do that? I yeah. mean, you're with them in the General Assembly, and yet maybe last night, tonight, whatever, they'll stop in the restaurant. Well, I, w- I will tell you, that's one of the things. The people... You know, the legislature has been extremely welcoming. The staff is extremely welcoming. I mean, we get along. I mean, just because somebody's Republican or Democrat doesn't mean we get along. We differ on some issues, but they're very nice people, uh, very cordial. For the most part, you know, both parties get along pretty well that I've seen. Now, we haven't had the big issues come to light yet. So when that happens, maybe there'll be some. Do you visit or work with Doris Turner at all? Yeah, I've talked to Doris several times. Yes. Yes. And and that goes well. Everything. Oh yeah, Doris has been. Well, you guys are both Central Illinois. Folk, yeah, well, right. But well, at the end of the day, Doris and I have got the same. We, we've got the same objectives. What's best for, in my case, the ninety fifth district? Uh, you know, she she represents the ninety fifth district as well. So, uh, we've we've got the same you know goals. Make our community better. And, well, we hear a lot of talk 
phone calls to the office. Mm-hmm. How many will you get from constituents on a day-to-day basis? And are they one subject, or is it all over the board what people – and will you – hear about each call that you receive or do you have a staff member that takes care of well we've got i've got staff that take them and all that and then they give them to me and say hey this is a a lot of like uh we're working on somebody's void card had an issue with their void card okay and you've got to go online and they get locked out of the system and all that so it it, they call and there's people at the state police that we can call and get the stuff corrected like that uh there's all kinds of the people calling give their position on issues and say, hey, I want to make sure that, you know, you know about this and I'm for this and don't vote this way. Uh, it's a very broad spectrum of calls. How about lobbyists? Have you worked with a lot of lobbyists? Or well, again, you knew a lot of lobbyists yeah. through the restaurant business. Does it roll over in the same kind oh, yeah. of relationship? Yeah, but it, the lobbyists are a big part of that. I mean, they go through, they're out in the hallways roaming through every state rep's office, you know, going in there talking about their issues and all that. And lobbying is not all bad because when you get into some complicated issues, uh, they they explain them and, and they're representing their clients. But then you get the lobbyists on the other side of the issue as well. And they sit, you sit down with them and listen to their concerns and all that. And then you differentiate what you think is right. And that's how you have to vote. How challenging at the moment to balance the business uh, running basically two restaurants. I know mom and dad are mm-hmm. spending a little time, but they do get home. Your dad especially yeah. gets home uh, on an as-needed basis. Uh, doing that and also being a member of the General Assembly, how difficult is it to spend time in the office at the General uh, down at the Stratton Building where your office is at, and then also doing all the stuff that needs to be done for both Saputos and Papa Franks? Well, right now it's pretty difficult because I, I am committed to you know doing a good job and learning a lot. So I, I'm at the state rep. Uh, office quite a lot, you know, a, a lot, to be honest with you. So I've had to have people, you know, step up and do different things at the two restaurants. So right now it's going okay, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, like I said before, I wasn't planning on getting this office when I did. So it's a kind of a work in progress as far as how we're handling the two restaurants and then me as being the state rep. Well, what prompted you? I'm not sure we've ever talked since officially named. What prompted you to get involved? Well, Sam, you know how you sit around. I mean, I sit around with you sometimes, Kevin O'Day, your friends. You sit around and you complain and yep. you sit and say things. Why don't they do this? Why don't they do this? I didn't think this opportunity was going to come up. And I live in Springfield, five generations. My children are moving back. My daughter and my future daughter-in-law, you just saw her walking through there, works here at the radio station sometimes. And I'm going to live and die here. So if I die tomorrow or I die when I'm 90, it'll be in Springfield, Illinois. And I look around, and I want to make sure that we're not forgotten. You know, as you have so many of these people from Chicago, they come down here. Chicago really rules the state. Uh, and I, I want to make sure we're not forgotten. I want to make sure that people, you know, we just got $600,000 for the Guido Park. Uh, just make sure we get projects and we're not forgotten to make our town a better place to live and work and raise a family. And because I love Springfield, I, I know you do as well, and we got to have a state rep that is here is invested in the community and instead of complain about it i i wanted to step up and help to make sure that you know it's it's better for my kids and my grandkids you know i'm i'm probably a few years away from having grandkids that i hope will live in springfield as well so uh it's 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 about doing stuff for future generations making sure that we make our community as best it can be and that's that's really why i did it have you talked with i know the city of springfield has a couple of lobbyists uh have you met with those lobbyists at all well, I, I know they're lobbyists, and you know, I talk, I just talked to one of them the other day in passing. Uh, 
I, I've talked to a ton of lobbyists. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll talk to anybody and everybody that wants to talk to me. I don't have a set position. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty conservative person, but if you disagree with me, I want to talk to you because I'm one of those people. I like to argue. I, I like it when you and I uh, bicker back and mm-hmm. forth about issues because I like to learn about them. So I don't take the position that my position is right and yours is wrong. I want to know. Yours is probably wrong, but I want to know why you're But I want to know why you're wrong. And so I, I, I like to talk to anybody who wants to talk about an issue. So Sure, I can say today's Thursday, you think I'm wrong, because yeah, it's me. That's right. all right. I, and, can, and I can handle that. When you talk about the city of Springfield, we're just getting, you know, we're just getting into you know, the job. Uh, once I think once we're out of this, this session, uh, I'd love to have plenty of meetings with the city of Springfield, what we're going to do to build and grow the community and all that. Okay, so, put, put the business hat on again. 20 past the hour, Mike Coffey Jr. visiting with us. Put the business hat on again. Uh, you were not real excited about what the proposed plans originally were for the Wyndham. Correct. You didn't think that would serve no. Springfield or downtown well. Not there all. appears to be some sort of a compromise in the works, 250 hotel rooms, 200 rooms now, permanent residences. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Well, one, I've not been in conversations about this, and I would, li- I would like to be. The key is the word Marriott. Delta by Marriott. Not Bill Marriott. Not Bill Marriott. No. <clears throat> but the key is to have, you know, a national, a Hilton, a Marriott. If they're committed to doing that, we're committed to having one of those flags. That's a big, big difference than what we were talking about uh, the last time. You know, it, they, they had started out these conversations talking about a Marriott residence and something in Marriott. And then it had got, it gotten down to, well, there was a 10-year clawback and all that. As long as there's a commitment in there for a long-term stay of a, a major flag like that, then, then I would definitely have to look at it. I, I want the thing to be developed. I mean, there's no question about that. I just didn't like the idea that it wasn't dictated that it had to be so many hotel rooms and for a long period of time. So it just depends, you know, in the details on, on what it's going to be like. And I've not talked to anybody about it. Uh, so I, I'm going to reach out to the Growth Alliance and the mayor's office and, and get some more information. About Twelve it. years ago, you were candidate for mayor. There was a St. Patrick's Day parade. We did the morning show at the restaurant. You were then in the parade. Weren't successful in in the campaign, but what would have been your reaction on at two days after if I'd have said, "But twelve years down the road, you're going to be a state representative"? How would you react to that? Uh, well, then I might have been, "Oh, great, it's a possibility." Two months ago, I'd have said, "No way," or three months ago, I'd have said, "No way, that's that's never going to happen," uh, because back then, you know, I I had. I had been going through the process, campaigning, raising money and all that. I was a little bit younger, more more aggressive and probably wanting the position. And uh, so I, I would have said, well, that would be great. I'd like to be a state rep or I'd like to be a state senator or something of that nature. Uh, but I thought it was over. Honest to goodness, I thought. you given up on it. Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think there was, you know, most people in this town, you know, they keep these jobs forever. Tim Butler was a young guy doing a good job. Everybody liked Tim Butler. So I, I had no idea that he would step down. And so who's been your go-to guy that's helped you in this transition. I think you mentioned Jim Reamer, I think one night somewhere, oh, Kevin said one of the well, ones you mentioned. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a ton of people, Okay, you know, I, there's, there's so many people that, that have helped me right now. The one that helps me the most is Wayne Rosenthal. Really? Uh, he's my, he's my sweet mate. So, uh, 
he's real calm and smooth as can be. And uh, so if I get worked up, he, he gives me the sale. Just take it easy. You know, it'll be fine. You know? <laughs> so, you know, he, he's, a, he's nice. He's got the, he's a nice farmer. Relaxed. The, yeah. gen, the general's real calm and all that. So former director of department yeah. of natural oh, yeah. resources yeah. and Tim Schweitzer sings the yeah. praise of Wayne Rosenthal. A lot of people didn't. It's nice to have him as your, as oh, your it, mate. It, it's, it's phenomenal. And then we're on a couple of committees together. So I'll, I'll just go to his office and say, Wayne, what do you think on this? How would do we do this? And he says, shows me the ropes. So, so St. Patrick's Day Parade Saturday, are you in it? Yes, I'm in the You're going to have an entourage. Yeah. So, you, you know, you knew I was going to get in when they said it was going to be 28-mile-an-hour winds and rain. <laughs> yeah, 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 I had to, yeah, I had to know that. Yeah. All right, let's talk real quick about that. we got less than a minute. Let me a little about the business uh, prices of your product that you sell, whether it be steaks, chops, whatever, oh. chicken, got to be incredible. Yeah, through the roof. Uh, it, through the roof, and that's the biggest. How do you do it, Mike? Well, you can't you, change you, prices that, every day. No, you can't, but uh, people are going to have to look at, at changing prices. I'm very concerned that going in the future, everybody all at once is going to you know, just start moving stuff up, and people are there's going to be a shock to people because the prices are staggering, and you're going to have to do it. You know, Everybody wants everybody making more money. Sure. And wage increases, and with this minimum wage, it's moved everybody. I didn't have anybody uh, that make makes minimum wage but when they drive by and they see the signs well i can make 15 dollars at mcdonald's that's what every one of them say even though they're making more than that i can make 15 dollars at mcdonald's well and finally one the other day i told a guy i said you know what you should do you should go to mcdonald's but he's making i said i don't know why a guy's worried about what they're paying at mcdonald's when they're getting paid more than mcdonald's but you know go over there and see so how's the help situation it's tough it's, it's tough and i don't understand uh, why it is uh, it's the toughest it's ever been everything else okay it's good there's the music we're out of here brother Always all right fun to talk to you okay one of my favorite guys to come in as a guest mike coffee jr you've been listening to the newhoff media podcast network for more visit newhoffmedia.com